0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity or to the Pumpkin Patch if you are watching this podcast episode. Uh, hello and welcome back. If you're new here, hello. I'm your host. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I believe that we have one of the most cozy, vibey, autumnal corners of the entire internet. So if you like this podcast, be sure to not only go and rate it for me on Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere, the podcast is available everywhere. But, you know, check out the video. If you're watching the video, make sure you give it a like or subscribe if you want to see more of these. But today, my friends, we always do a little bit of catch up in the beginning of the podcast. So (sighs) I feel like Santa Claus is real. Today is a good day and it is a delicious. Actually, let's find out. Let's 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 ask. Let us ask. Hey, Siri. What's the current temperature? It's 64 degrees right now. It is a beautiful 64 degrees. It's cloudy. It is a Pacific Northwest day, my friends. I feel like I need to make merch that says that it is a Pacific Northwest day because I feel like I say it. In almost every podcast and a lot on the Patreon, I talk about it because I sit and kind of talk a little more candidly on the Patreon as well. But it is, it is a beautiful Pacific Northwest day and I'm just, I have a pumpkin spice matcha that I'm drinking and life is just good. Also, not an affiliate whatsoever and at this point but i will link the matcha down below that i like to drink for any of y'all that are interested i love this stuff so much and it has changed my life and we'll talk about that more at another time that like this matcha in particular is just like good stuff i actually need to go and do a a backup order soon Mm. not sponsored just love it but In any case, I hope y'all are having a fantastic day. I'm really excited to talk about today's episode because this is going to be five tips for basically getting out of like a rut or getting out of the mentality of feeling stuck. Or, you know, if you have watched or listened to any of my podcast episodes or the video I put out on mental health this year, y'all know that the last year of my life going through my own Saturn return there has been just a lot of pitfalls, a lot of not feeling good, not taking care of myself, feeling very anxious, like 99.9% of the time. And only in the last like two months, do I feel like my life has kind of returned to me. And I feel like, like, literally, I looked at my husband one day, when we were out on a walk, and I was like, it feels like 2019. (laughs) Like, and I if y'all like are living under a rock, maybe that doesn't make sense. But I feel like 2019 and for me, 2020 were like really incredible years. Like I, and I don't like say that lightly. I know 2020 was a really hard year, like globally. I'm not trying to take away from that whatsoever. But for me personally, 2020 was like an excellent year. And 2019 was a really great year as well. And I just, I was, I was out on my little hot girl walk and I was like, <sighs> It feels like 2019. Like, I feel like a version of myself that I thought I had lost forever. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because I know what it feels like to feel stuck, to be so in your head, to be. And I also need to say that I'm not a therapist, so please don't take anything that I say like it is therapy. Um, I always recommend seeking professional help if you are able. Um, I also think I actually have a link for BetterHelp that I will put down below if I can use it. Uh, I did use BetterHelp myself for a number of weeks. And it really did help me. That's why I would mention it to you. Uh, But this video or podcast is not in collaboration with BetterHelp. Uh, But they were really great. Did I say BetterHelp? I meant to say (laughs) BetterHelp. They are BetterHelp. But uh, they are fantastic. And I worked with a, a therapist that I really enjoyed for a little while that I really think shifted my mindset. But You know, going through everything that I did mentally was really where I got stuck. And for some of y'all, you might feel like a loss of motivation. You might feel stuck in your career, stuck in a relationship, stuck in a situation that you're not happy with. Maybe your life just isn't how you imagined it would be going at this point. And I also want to say if you listen to the episode that I put out where I talked about like I manifested my dream life and it was a complete disaster, this episode is kind of almost like a follow-up to that one. And... You don't need to listen to that one to listen to this one, but I feel like having the full scope of like knowing what that's like to manifest your dreams and then fall into the deepest, darkest depression that you've ever seen. And that was my experience. I manifested everything I'd set out to do. And then I became very, very, very depressed, clinically depressed. Um, But how did I get out of that? And what did I do in my life to make changes there? And I also want to say I am the first person to tell you I will never demonize medication on my channel or in my life. I think that the conversation that we need to be having in the spiritual community that we're not having is, and I hope like this is the conversation I want to have, is that, you know, I understand that big pharma can be a real problem. I know a lot about that. You know, I was vegan for like four four years, learned a lot about industry and what they actually do and how like diabolical that stuff can be. But something that we're not talking about is when you are reeling inside of your own head, medication can be a life raft that saves your life that can bring you to a baseline so that you can even start to think about climbing out of where you are. And I feel like a lot of people that come at this um, situation of mental health in that, like big pharma, they're a mess. They're just trying to do this and keep you numb. Like, don't get me wrong. I think there is some merit to that discussion, but we're, we also need to include the other side that, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking medication every day if you need that. And like, I want to be the first person to tell you if you haven't heard it in this kind of community that it's okay. If that's like your starting point is like you need medication to keep going and I will never shame you for that. You are more than welcome to be here, and I also won't tolerate that in the comment section. So um, know that if you want to go on and on about big pharma and tell people, you know, how horrible that is and try to diagnose with woke culture, I will not tolerate that in my comment section. So just don't even go there. Like, I, anytime I've talked about, like, Telling people it's okay to take medication. I feel like these people always show up, and there's two sides to every story. There's two sides to every conversation. And we need to make room for all the complexities of people. And I just will not tolerate people doing what's good for them and people coming down on them. So, just putting that out there right now that I won't tolerate it. So, in any case, let us move forward. Chloe came out with the sword today. Uh, Mercury's in retrograde, so she's on a roll. But the first thing I want to say is kind of in that same realm don't hesitate to ask for help. And that can be from a counselor, that can be seeking medication. But the one that I don't feel like I ever hear enough people say when I hear people talk about getting out of a rut, and this was actually something I learned, I think think on TikTok, TikTok, some creator on TikTok taught me this, I don't know who it is. And I'm really sorry if for like not crediting you. because I don't know exactly who it was TikTok. It's so hard to credit people when it comes to TikTok, because you see when you go on there, are, like 1000s of TikToks, you're never going to remember that one person, um, unless there's somebody that like you actively follow. But um, something that I implemented into my life that was such a game changer was just in the morning, I was really depressed at the time. I would wake up and I would basically kind of look to the sky or look to the heavens. Um you can also you don't have to like if you don't believe in spirit guides or things like that, you can even just kind of place hands here, go inward with it, but just say show me how it gets better. That's it. Just sh- that can be your prayer. Show me how it gets better. Show me how it gets better. And I even got the chills when I said it just now, because I really do believe in that power. I believe in a higher power. Personally, I do believe in spiritual teams. I believe in myself. I believe in um, my highest self acting in accordance with that and with her. And I think in having that, I, I had the belief that I knew that I would be shown how it got better. Even if I felt like I didn't know how, the how was not the problem. I wasn't I wouldn't let myself focus on how. I would just say, show me how it gets better and just let it go. And I've actually done this at multiple points over the last few years. Like I wanna say I saw this back in twenty, maybe it wasn't on TikTok. Because I feel like I've known about that trick since like 2017 and I don't think TikTok was around then. So I might have seen it somewhere else and I apologize. But I feel like I've been doing that for a very long time. And like since I lived in my last apartment for sure. And uh, sometimes I still utilize that. If I'm having a hard time, I will every day, right when I wake up and get out of bed, my feet hit the floor. If I will say it to myself or I'll say it out loud, show me how it gets better. And I swear to you, within a week's time, something different happens, something shifts. And I, it it just works. It just works. It just works. So multiple different ways to seek help. But if you haven't tried that one and you're in like a really low spot, I would encourage you to try it. I feel like with that, what do you, my take for myself on that is what do you have to lose by just trying and saying, you know, giving a little, that's what. Everybody always talks about when we talk about spiritual teams or a higher power is we don't ask for enough favors. They always want to help, but we don't ask enough. And that's almost like a daily way of asking. So I feel like that is like something I just don't know that I've heard except for one other time. Um, The next thing, this one, I feel like I didn't have an opinion on this until I did it for myself. And I was like, oh shit. There actually is some real merit to this and like, this is how we get better. Um, Granted, I need to say I'm a disabled person. Um, I don't know how many of y'all know that. Um, I talk about it sometimes. It's not necessarily super apparent when I'm sitting like this in this kind of format or when I'm just showing my hands. You wouldn't really know unless we were together walking around, but I have hip and knee dysplasia. I'm a disabled girly. I was born disabled, and so I can't do a lot of the exercises that... Other people can do like yoga poses, child pose. Get out of here with that. There's no way there are just so many things. Like I don't have the range of motion in my hips that most people have. And so for me, I always had it in my head that movement was too difficult for me, that I would never be able to do it, that that was an area that I could never help myself. And instead, I actually just tried. I was like, you know what, let me just try. Like, also, I'm the first person to tell you, I don't think I'm somebody that's in like the best physical shape either. And I had so many excuses towards myself as to why I could not move my body. And one day, literally, it was just like that. I woke up and I said, today, I'm going to try. Today, I'm going to try. And... Um, I will say for myself, like low impact walking and swimming, walking even sometimes can be too much for me, but swimming is always a great exercise. Um, something that's really gentle on the body if you have access to a pool, of course, but, um, I started really slow and I do the same walk every day, like almost every day. There are some days that I'll miss, but for the most part, every single day I go out And I walk around my neighborhood and I do the same walk every day. And I call it my hot girl walk, which I think the hot girl walk is like four and a half miles or something, which I don't get that every day. Sometimes it's three miles, but it's not a three mile walk, meaning I don't go out and walk three miles consecutively. I take that one walk, which might account for a mile and a half. But throughout my day, I'm getting between three and four and a half miles of steps and movement just moving around my house, um, doing things that Help me to like be in my body because if you know anything about the experience that I've been through with my mental health I felt very disconnected from my body for a very long time and that was really scary feeling really disconnected from my body all the time I felt like my body didn't feel safe and this came after a, a traumatizing experience that I had that again I talk about in a different video so I'm not gonna stress it right now but This came after, like, basically, I was having panic attacks and I was disassociating constantly for the better part of a year. And I always felt like I couldn't be in my body. My body didn't feel safe to me. And movement was the only thing, truly, that has helped me to come back. And... It's basically, I don't know if this will work for everyone. So please take that with like a grain of salt. Take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. I don't know if this will be the best solution for everyone. But when I start to get into a high anxiety, high panic state, my heart rate rises, right? Most people's does. And I found that if I go out walking, my heart rate also would rise because I walk like a lot of hills and stuff. My heart rate would also rise And for some people, that might make things worse. For me, it showed me, oh, my heart can actually beat so much harder. And look at how much this does for my body. Look at how good this feels. Like, look at how, like, accomplished I feel afterwards. And by the time I would finish my, like, mile and a half walk, right, my heart is beating really fast. I'm getting a lot of great movement in. It has no choice but to come back down. And for me, it had no choice but to come back down and then I would relax into my body after that. So I feel like for me, getting out of a stuck place, movement has been extremely important. Like not allowing myself to sit in this room or in my bed day in and day out. Getting outside of my house and getting movement. Literally, I think almost every day has been... Probably the number one. Like I probably should have talked about that first. That has been the number one thing that has actually helped me move past anxious feelings, work through difficult problems, and it's actually given me my life back. And wow, I can't believe I can say that and like not get emotional. Usually in the past I would get super emotional talking about that, but um that's that's on healing, yo. But Movement has been such an important component to getting out of the stuck place that I was in. And, like, like I said, not only does it prove that, like, My body does so much for me, but it helps me to be physically in my body when I'm doing the activity. So it can be whatever for you, but I do know that in today's world, not all of us, some of y'all might be extremely active people, but in today's world, it's very, very, very easy to sit in front of your TV or your computer or your phone and just kind of numb out And that is something that I actively fight against. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to get in bed and play some little video games as much as the next person. I do it probably at least once a day at this point. Um, That's like my chill time activity. But I also make sure that I am getting out there. I am moving because our bodies, on top of that, Our bodies were built to exert energy. We were not built. We did not evolve as humans sitting in front of computers all day. That's just not like what our bodies were designed to do. And so I find that when I actually get out there, I sweat. I exert myself. And I don't really feel like I'm doing a lot. Like I'm not pounding the pavement, running 10 miles. I'm not training for a marathon. I'm just doing a walk. I'm taking a nice walk. I'm taking it at my own pace. I might walk for 45 minutes. That's probably like the longest I go is about 45 minutes. And that has changed the game for my mental health, for myself. It's gotten me out of a rut and it makes me feel better. So just try it. Um, The next thing, this is the thing I feel like I talk about a lot (laughs) is committing to one practice for yourself every day. And that could be just, that could be working out. That could be doing your hot girl walk, doing your hot person walk, right? Doing like a little walk. Okay. That could be your thing. That could be your one thing that you decide to do for yourself to feel better. But this is the thing that I always drill in because it is the truth. Like, When we are constantly self-sabotaging, when we are feeling like we always get it wrong, it's our fault, we're saying all these bad things about ourselves, every single road leads back to self-trust. Where do we not trust ourselves to be able to do something, to make change, to be a different version of ourselves? We don't trust ourselves to do it because we've let ourselves down, right? We've said we were going to commit to moving our body and we miss one day and suddenly we tell ourselves that we're worthless and why did we even try in the first place? When in reality, you miss that one day and it's okay. You miss two days and it's okay. You can still get up on that third day and keep going. You can get up a week later and keep going. It doesn't mean that you have failed. Most of us today have this all or nothing mentality and... I feel like even with committing to a practice every single day, you have to not have an all or nothing mentality about it. And this is something that's taken me a very long time to learn. I am one of those people that people will tell me to go slow. I want to do it all in a day. People will say like, oh, you know, take this course one week at a time. Nope, I want to do all of it today right now. I have always been a very all or nothing individual, and I've really had to learn the art of mindfulness and slowness and not doing everything at once. Because what happens is you learn all of this new stimuli and you burn out really quickly and you don't actually make any progress because you're not taking it slow enough. And I've done this cycle so many times that I got so frustrated. I was like, no, I want actual change. How are these people that are changing their lives, doing things that I want to do, how are they doing it? And that actually is another point that I have in this video as well. But how are they doing it? And every single one of them was like, start slow. And I said, you know what? For the first time in my mother effing life, I'm going to start slow. And that was what I did with movement. I was like, okay, every day, I'm going to try my best to do every day. We'll start with adding a thousand extra steps because you can use your phone too, but I do use my Apple watch, but I started with like a 1000 extra steps a day. And then that turned into 5000 steps extra a day. And now I range between 8,000 and 10,000 steps a day. If I have a really good day, I got 10,000 steps. If and this is not a metric for you to base your life off of maybe you already get 10,000 steps a day working wherever you work. But committing to movement that is specifically for you, or maybe movement isn't the practice that you want every day. Maybe for you, it's getting up 30 minutes earlier in the morning and having a little bit more time for yourself and making that a constant commitment or going to bed 30 minutes earlier so you can get up 30 minutes earlier, right? Or just something that is tangible that you can do. Now, the importance of doing your best to do it every day goes back to self trust goes back to when you don't trust yourself which i know a lot of us feel this way this is why we feel stuck we don't trust ourselves to change that's how you build trust with yourself is by picking something that is easy doable tangible and you could do it every day that is how you start And then over time, you can add more things in. Like I started with the walking, but now I walk. I spend two hours in the morning without social media. I go to bed at a reasonable time. I get up at the same time every day. Um, I unload my dishwasher and load my dishwasher every day. These are tasks that when I felt stuck and depressed, I couldn't do any of those things. I didn't trust myself to do any of those things. And now I've cultivated and habit-stacked so many things on top of each other that I have like really solid supportive routines that in the past I didn't have those things. I I was committed to chaos. I wasn't committed to myself and that is how you start to trust yourself though is you have to give yourself a task that you can do that will build trust with yourself and you start with something small and then you build. That is like I feel like that is probably the crowning jewel of this entire podcast episode. If you take nothing else, take that one. Um, I actually want to add one in here. I was going to give five tips, but we're going to give a bonus tip because I feel like this next one, I can't believe I even forgot that I was like not going to mention this, but um, your mentors, Okay your mentors. I've heard this numerous times. So this might not be news to you. But it's something that has been highly effective. Every time that I feel good about my life and good about myself and good about where I'm going and what I'm doing. I have noticed that there is a pattern of I surround myself with only the best kind of content, meaning I don't listen to social media. I don't listen to the news. I don't listen to crazy makers in *The Artist's Way* by Julia Cameron. Cannon Cameron, I I think, great activity if you've never done it. *The Artist's Way*. Um, She talks about crazy makers in her book, and a crazy maker is someone that just makes crazy in your life. Like they just they call you, and all they want to do is complain. All they want to do is be upset. I have many crazy makers in my life that that's all they want to do is talk about work and how upset they are. All they want to talk about is being upset with their kids or their spouse or how unhappy they are with their life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say never make space for people in your life. I'm not trying to say that these people are bad people, that they are not well-intentioned. It's that what happens is, is they constantly give their energy to you, especially if you're someone that is highly sensitive, which I know a lot of my listeners are because we talk about this, but you pick up on that energy and then Now you're upset. Now you feel crazy. Now you feel like, you know, some type of way. Or they shift their problems onto you. Hey, can I come drop this thing off around two? And then they don't show up until like five and you sat there and waited because they were going to bring this thing by that they needed your help with. And like, you have to stop talking to the crazy makers, And it doesn't mean, again, that they're bad people. It doesn't mean that you need to condemn them. It doesn't mean that they're like toxic in any way. But for you and what you're trying to do right now and working on yourself and getting out of the rut that you're in, you need to surround yourself with people that will bring you out. And this doesn't mean that you have to rely on physical people in your life. In my experience, that actually doesn't work for me. I try not to. I mean, I have some really close friends that obviously I ask them if they have space and they will grant me that if they have it, but for the most part... I will look to mentors, I will look towards authors and podcasters and people that are doing things in life that I want to do. Um, Some people I can think of off the top of my head that are like my mentors, if you feel like you want to listen to some new people. um, Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just 9 dollars each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I really love Mimi, Mimi Bouchard. Her podcast is fantastic. She brings big, rich mom energy. She is not a mom, but she brings rich mom energy. Um, and she's just, I just really enjoy her content. Um, the superhuman app, which she also owns, I've talked about it a lot on my podcast. It has been life changing. It's free for the first two weeks. Try it out. Um, I also like the Jay Shetty podcast, Gabrielle Bernstein, Mel Robbins. Um, who else? Oh, the holistic psychologist. Oh my gosh, the holistic psychologist is so good. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Those are all the people I can think of off the top of my head, but like surround yourself with content as well like delete everybody in your social media that and it's not about like oh they're gonna be mad at me if I delete them if they're mad at you they were never your friend anyway because social media literally means nothing um you know remove people in your realm so you are not seeing or you can hide them if that feels better remove people from your realm that bring that into your life when you are trying to get better that is something that I've done at multiple points in my life, because I am somebody that I've recognized that it's very easy for me to abandon myself for other. And that's something that like this year, we'll probably talk about it in the future. On an episode, I've really been working hard on that to not abandon myself to always be there with me to make sure that I'm feeling emotionally regulated, before I enter into conversation with someone else. And really paying attention. You know, it's like that saying you are the five people that you spend the most time with. Make sure those are quality people, even if they're not like family or people you literally physically see in your life. Surround yourself with mentors with content that is very uplifting. And I promise it will change your life. That is something that I've done that at multiple points in my life. I've gone into like my hermit mode and listened to just like a lot of uplifting content completely life transformational. And I also feel like there's something else I was going to say right there about mentors. No, I think that's it. <laughs> just, just look for, Oh, you are the five people that you spend the most time around. So like, make sure that they are people that you want to spend around. And it doesn't mean like spend time around. It doesn't mean that like they Again, are bad people, if you're not choosing to spend time around them, it's that right now you need to work on you and this is the best way to do it. And oftentimes the people that are supposed to be in your life, they will wait. They will wait. They will be okay with you taking a break. They will be okay with you stepping back. They will be okay and they'll wait for you to come back around. And the people that get mad at you for having a boundary and needing to do that for yourself, they, people that get mad at you for having boundaries, I will say this until I'm blue in the face, um, people that get mad at you for having boundaries are only mad because they were, they were gaining something from you that they are no longer getting now that you have a boundary. Like they're just, they just, that's all it is. That's literally all it is. So if people don't like it, it's not for you to try to change their mind or fix it. It's the right people will wait. The right people will be okay with you taking care of yourself, I promise. And the next thing I have is know that sometimes it will get worse before it gets better. And that really is the truth. I feel like every time I'm about to go through a massive up level in my life in some way, like I go through like a bunch of friendship breakups. I go through tr- massive transformation in my career. I go through major financial crisis. Like I go through something major almost every time my life is about to transform in a huge way. And that is something that I honestly feel like kind of keeps me going. And I'm like, bring it on, you know, bring it on. I already know that this is only going to get better from here. This is only going to get better. And um, that is, to me is true so don't even look at those moments of like those moments of you know maybe losing a friendship at the time or um needing to transfer careers maybe you lost a career that was really important you know I've definitely been through that a few times um you know, these, maybe your partner wants to split up, like there could be so many huge transformational moments. And we think how will we go on from this. But ultimately, your life is only about to get better. I swear to you, it's true across the board. I don't think in my own life in people that I'm close to lives. It doesn't mean that sometimes bad things don't happen bad things in rapid succession. Sometimes you'll have like a bunch of things at once. But after that, usually something shifts in a big way. You change in a big way. Something new happens. Something new enters the arena or the um, alchemist lab and we have a new way of alchemizing, a new way of doing things. And I always tell myself the better it gets, the better it gets. So I also don't at the same time subscribe to the idea that the worse it gets, the like when it rains, it pours. I don't subscribe to that idea. I always tell myself the better it gets, the better it gets. Because I think also a lot of us have the program myself included here, that we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, something good happens. And now we think, Oh, no, I wasn't worthy. And now something bad's going to happen. Like, no, actually, something good can happen. And then something good can happen again. And the better it gets, the better it gets. It's only up from here. But sometimes there is a little bit of catastrophe as a treat, (laughs) catastrophe as a treat before you really transform. And I mean, like I've said before, even in my own life, my biggest transformations that I've ever had in life have come from disaster, like losing my sister when she was 30 years old. I think I was 26 or 27 at the time. Um, Losing my sister, that was a catastrophic event, but it changed my life for the better. And of course, I wish I still had my sister here. I would not trade that for the world if I had the option, but it was a huge monumentous event that changed my life um you know going from gaming to the spiritual community in my career losing that career in gaming was so heartbreaking and so hard to watch it go but I'm in such a better position now than I was back then and just you know there every time literally every time something really horrible has happened I feel like it it always makes way for something better so Um, just know that sometimes it does have to get a little worse before it gets better. And the last thing I have for you is this one. I feel like I also talk about a lot, but this is something that I attribute to being able to snap out of a really negative mindset when you're in it, when you're in the thick of it, you're feeling some type of way. You actually do have the power to take yourself out of that, but it does take mental training. It's not something that you're going to be able to just turn on and off, but if you actually mentally train yourself to do it, you can. And I'm living, breathing proof of that, but, and sometimes it will be easier than other times, but you are actually the observer of your thoughts. You are not your thoughts because sometimes your mind cranks out some bullshit that's not true about you. And it's things that have been programmed in from other people, from parents, from guardians, from childhood friends. Sometimes your brain cranks out some bullshit that's not even you. And you aren't here to control those thoughts. You're here to observe them. And when you are observing you also have the power to implement new thoughts. Ooh, I just got the chills talking about it. This shit works, y'all. And it's, it's a practice. It is not something, again, that you'll just be able to do it once and then you're done. Like, it's the same way that you're trying to build muscle. You don't work out once and see results. It just doesn't work like that. You will have to continuously work at this. But I promise you it works. Whenever you hear or feel or, you know, witness a thought that is not in alignment with the way that you want to live your life, I want you to practice pausing, pausing and changing the thought. So let's say, for example, a thought enters your mind that says, gosh, I'm so worthless. I'm never gonna get out of debt. You stop that thought and you say, I'm so worthy. And Or I'm I you don't even have to say, like, I'm so worthy if you don't feel that yet. You can say, like, I'm open to feeling worthy to receive abundance and just repeat that a couple of times and then go about your day and you will get so good at this over time that you won't even let thoughts like that cross your mind anymore Because what happens is, is the neural pathways in your brain that run on autopilot most of the time, that think these crazy thoughts about you, they do it because we haven't stopped them. Because they literally will just continue down the same pathway in the brain constantly. And when we start to change them, the pathway starts to change. This is like neuroscience, y'all. The pathway in your brain starts to change and you can create new ones. But it takes time. So that's like the only thing is like, it's not easy work. You do have to actually be very continuous with it. But it does work. I promise you it works. Um, There are so many things I used to think like, this is how, um, trigger warning, I'm going to talk about eating disorders for a second, just putting that out there. Um, this, This thing right here that I'm talking about, changing the way that you think, I... Wholeheartedly believe is how I stopped binge eating disorder. I had binge eating disorder for oh my gosh, probably like 10 years. I'm probably since I was like 15 and then through my like mid 20s. I don't attribute medication or psychologists or for myself, for you, that might be something that is helpful, but. I struggled with binge eating disorder for like 10 years and it was that process of observing my thoughts and changing the way I thought about myself and about food that I was able to like, now I feel like I eat like a, normal person I don't think about food like that I don't abuse food like that anymore and it took a lot of years and a lot of consistency but I have a healthy relationship with food now and that to me I before I never thought that was possible and that's like one example of how I use that to change that part of me and in the beginning don't say statements to yourself that you can't believe like Let's say you feel like you have no money and you're really stressed out in survival mode. You don't say to yourself, oh, I'm not poor. I'm a multimillionaire. It doesn't work like that. It's I'm open to receiving abundance. I'm open to becoming rich I'm open to and eventually you can start to say I'm a multimillionaire. I make so much money money loves me right you can start to say those things that you'll believe more but in the beginning when you don't quite believe it yet you have to start with I'm open to and I swear to you it'll change your life especially if you can do it looking in a mirror if you get to that point no matter what it's about I think in the beginning mirror therapy can actually be I think that's actually what it's called mirror therapy. I'm not sure. Um, It can actually be highly beneficial. But if you have a lot of trauma around like body image or body dysmorphia, like I'm not going to recommend standing in front of a mirror and doing that. But just saying like, if you can do it in front of a mirror, and it's something that doesn't cause more pain to be there, definitely try doing that in front of a mirror. It helps. But anyways, that's what I got for getting out of a rut. So just kind of in review, um, we had... Ask for help. From your guides, from a psychologist, from a psychiatrist, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, Move your body. Movement was extremely impactful in getting myself out of the deepest, darkest depression I've ever been in. Uh, Commit to one small practice a day to build self trust again with yourself. Uh, Find your mentors, listen to them, watch them, read their books, see what they did, and start implementing the things that they've done. Uh, Know that sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And every time a thought crosses your mind that is not in alignment with the person that you're trying to become and the ideal life you're looking to live, stop the thought and try to change it. And that is it. That I feel like that list right there, it's, it takes effort. And sometimes when you're in that dark, deep well, you don't always feel like you have the effort to expel. And I also feel like just kind of as like a bonus, Sometimes you also have to surrender to the well. Sometimes you have to fall down the well, okay? Not like Samara. That would be very scary. (laughs) Sometimes you have to fall down the well, though. Sometimes you have to let yourself be in the darkness for a little bit because it is what is required for healing. But when you're ready to climb out of the well, when you're done and you want something different, those are the things that I feel like attributed the most to changing and transforming my life and getting my life back, getting my life back and feeling like I am worthy of living a life that I am deeply satisfied and in love with. And I think that's all I have for y'all. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know what you think about it down below. And again, if you're listening to the podcast, please make sure you rate the podcast. It really helps me to get seen. And um, I love making these. These are so fun for me. So I hope that uh, you will Stick around and listen. Also, if you're watching the video the podcast gets more episodes than YouTube so you miss episodes if you don't listen to the podcast but in any case um, I love you so much pumpkin please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity you empower everyone around you to do the same don't forget to check out my patreon for extra content early access to content monthly workshops a quarterly book club and so much more check out the discord if you want to join a community of like-minded individuals it's free it's on desktop it's on Android it's on Apple it's on On Mac, uh, join Discord, download the app. It's literally completely free. You can join our community today. And we have chats for everything from memes to art to... Um, food pictures to um, emotional venting, uplifting. Um, we have so much there. And I love the community that we've built. So definitely come and check it out, chat with us. And um, if you would like to book me for a private personal reading, we do have that available on ChloeTaylor.com. And currently... I'm working on a course, so uh, you will be able to get that eventually at ChloeTaylor.com as well when we go into finally making that course live. You'll hear about it, I promise, when it comes out, but um, I will be... I'll be putting out some courses on some things. So if you want to be the first to hear about that, make sure that you are a part of my website as well, that you check it out. But if you'd like to book me for a personal tarot reading, that is where you can do it, chloetaylor.com. If you'd like to follow me around the web, I am at Chloe Taylor all over socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, The Works. Um, I have the official handle. If anybody comes up in your DMs and is like, hey, dear one, grand rising, That's not me. I will never personally solicit you. That is a scammer account. They use periods, underscores, extra letters. Uh, Just block and report them. There is nothing I can do about them. Instagram has not helped us in any way in the spiritual community to be able to do diddly pops. So um, just know that I would never do that to you and that I love you so much. And if you're struggling right now, I believe in you. I know that you'll get out of this and try any of those tips and see if it helps. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, no, my matcha is cold.